Are you ready for change? Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. You're listening to the Mr. Change Agent Podcast with your host, Ron Ovid, pastor, counselor, recovery coach, author, creator of Emotional Relearning, and the president founder of Empower Ministry. And Ron's been here for weeks now. We've been doing these podcasts. A lot of it here in the beginning is on habits because it's such a vital subject. But there's plenty of subjects we'll be tackling on these podcasts. So you just become a regular listener to them and let your friends know about it. Just exciting things we're talking about. We've gotten correspondence of people already saying, boy, I know there's hope. And now I can see why I've been doing the things I'm doing. And I know I can quit. And I know I can change this. And a lot of people going to the website empowerforliving.com, hitting resources, looking at all the material available there, and asking for the free download, the free book on triggers. What triggers these habits? A vital book for you. There's inventories in there, questionnaires, things you can sink your teeth into, and that's available by going to empowerforliving.com forward slash trigger. That's empowerforliving.com forward slash trigger and then the YouTube channel as well. Just look up YouTube and go to Mr. Change Agent. But here we are today with another podcast and we've been talking so much about addictions and so much about habits. Okay, Ron, we've been talking so much about addictions and we know they're real. Any one of us could list off a number that we're involved with, but what is it? What what are the real mechanics? What's going on with an addiction? Maybe by hearing that and understanding that, we can get a better grasp of how to quit. But what what makes up an addiction? How does it work in our body? I mean, why? You talk about the mechanics. You said you're yeah. into neuroscience. Let's let's talk a little <laughs> bit about that. Well, okay, and I think that's an important question for us to consider because if this thing was easy, there'd be nobody right and addicted. It, but it's difficult. But there are mechanics, and I think by knowing some of this you'll see where addiction is ultimately a lie. And we'll get into that in the next podcast when we start really tackling it hard. But let's talk about a little bit of that first. You know, we can ask yourself, are we really getting what we think we are when we're having our addiction? That's the question. Because the the first thing that goes on is neuroadaptation. Our body and brain, frankly, wasn't made for substance abuse. We weren't created to have that kind of power sometimes that's going in our brain at one time. However, part of our protection mechanism is the fact that we're adaptive creatures. And so we can adapt to chemical abuse. For a while, the brain will compensate for this influx and, you know, it will still function normally. And I've seen this when people start off. They're functioning normally. That's part of the denial, right? However, though, this adaptation was not made for long-term use. Soon there will be a rebound effect, which leads to tolerance and dependence. And let's talk about that. What is a rebound effect? Well, a rebound effect is what happens when after the drug, whether it's alcohol, nicotine, sugar, etc., is taken. A body tries to bring itself back into balance, so it goes against what the chemical is trying to do. The rebound effect causes you to experience the very same effects you were hoping to escape. However, in the rebound, the severity of the symptoms is often worse than before you took the substance. So what you're trying to avoid by using the addiction will cause, again, but many times worse. So let's say that you know, you're agitated and, and it calms you down. 
Well, fine, but after a while, once it starts wearing off, it agitates you even more. And so this rebound effect causes even a worse aggravation than you had to begin with. An example, you take a sedative drug, which causes relaxation and drowsiness. A rebound effect of worse agitation will occur. With stimulants like smoking or uppers, the rebound usually causes a strong feeling of irritability and impatience. This can lead to a higher levels of hyperactivity or trouble focusing. The trouble with rebound is that it causes the problems we are trying to avoid. So we take the substance again. That's why they call it rebound. Perhaps in a higher dose and certainly unlike they would ever be subscribed. In effect, this time it's the substance that's creating your reason to use. That's tolerance. And this is so key. People need to know that pretty soon they're not reacting to this original need they had. They're reacting to the withdrawal of yeah. their addiction. You've now created a monster. Right. You've created something that needs to be fed. Sure. Because your body's now crying out for it. And that's called tolerance. Let's talk about tolerance. Tolerance is when a person doesn't get the same effect from the same amount of chemical that they originally did. That's why in, in crack cocaine and that, the guys call it chasing the high. Because once you get that incredible euphoria or whatever you think it is there, after a while, you, you won't get it again. You have to use more and more and more to try, and that's called chasing the high. So in order to get the same effect, it takes more of the substance. Of course, this only increases the rebound effect again. Your withdrawal symptoms, that's what you're trying to escape in the first place, will be more severe. The dangers of withdrawal go way up too, leading to dependence which is the next factor, dependence. Yeah, what do you mean by dependence? Well, dependence develops when the continued use of the substance disturbs the neurons in our brain, so they only function normally in the presence of the drug. So you're dependent upon it now. You can't really function like you should without it. And so there's a dependence on there. After a while, you need larger doses in order to get the same effect. Soon you need it to feel normal. Okay, so let me get this straight. What You have a certain problem you perceive in your life, and you say, I need a certain drug to take care of it. Yeah, and I guess in yeah. some cases that's good. Let's say pain. You know, a doctor prescribes an opiate right. to take care of pain that's for why this short is term. That's why a lot of people, yeah. yeah. But it's supposed to be short term, and it does take care of pain. But if you, you're on it prolonged, now all of a sudden your body forgets the pain. The body wants the opiate. Well, and ask any heroin addict, too. What do they feel like when they're starting to withdraw? Yeah. They're in a lot of pain. Right. So it's a self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy. Of course. Your pain is elevated now, and you're feeling the same symptoms before. Plus, you know, boy, we, we do a whole bunch of podcasts on pain, chronic pain. But the trouble is there's this dependence now. Yeah, okay. And when you start to stop it, you need larger doses. In fact, that's why a lot of senior citizens, pretty soon the cost of these drugs gets so much, they'll, they'll actually find someone to give them heroin. It's cheaper. I mean, it's horrible. The high, fastest growing addicted group in the country is this elderly people that are on pain medicine. You got to be careful with that stuff and right. make sure your doctor's moderating it. Right. You know. Keep it on a short leash. I make would. sure you're talking I would. to the doctor. And, and you yeah. start tapering down, use less and less things that aren't so addictive. And I, I think the ho- some of the hospitals are cooperating with it. Oh, I, yeah. I've had interfaces with mm-hmm. uh, surgery in that lately, and man, they, they are holding back. Well, on it's, it's such an epidemic they're starting to be called on it. So, yeah, yeah it's, they just can't be willy-nilly anymore. And they mean well. They think we're going to be sensible. Unfortunately, they're not really looking at how the brain works. Yeah. 
So what happens, it increases, you'll find it harder to go without it. You're trying to stop or reduce intense cravings and even cause you to be physically sick. This is the withdrawal effect in the absence of the substance. And these physiological reactions, they can be mild, like in caffeine, when I quit caffeine, it, yeah, you know, headache, I had a headache for like a that. day maybe sugar or something. Not really that bad. Yeah, sugar even, you get a little bit. But of course, it can be uh, more severe too, right? Uh, Life-threatening in alcohol. You got to be careful when you start to withdraw from alcohol. You need to detox, get a medical detox and be careful. Same with some of the psychotropic drugs, you know. So always check with your doctor when you quit. If you're on pain medicine, in fact, let me say that right now. If you're on pain medicine or some kind of opiate and that, please don't just go cold turkey because you're listening to this. Go with your doctor. Let them medically detox you, okay? So please, it's really important. Uh, check with your doctor. You seek help. That's right. And so here's a couple signs of dependence. Having to use it regularly, daily or several times a day. Intense urges for the substance. You see, there's a difference between substance abuse and substance dependence here. Now, dependence is when you really, you can't go without it. Abuse is when it even goes farther. You're really starting to abuse it and, and you're really hurting yourself and that. But here, this, this is, you're starting to become dependent upon it. You're needing more over time to get the same effect. You're making it a priority in your life to always have it. Increase in uh, use means spending more money even if you can't afford it. And spending more and more time getting it, usually earlier in the day, more frequent, larger doses. You'll find that someone that's becoming more and more dependent, you know, maybe they've abused it. You know, they went where they got drunk and they had a party and embarrassed everyone, you know, and so they're abusing it. But now they're dependent. And so now all of a sudden they, they got to have it in the morning when they wake up. Lunch hours taking a lot longer, you know. Probably and, a, a good little test is to listen to the lies is... You find yourself, you go to work without a pain medicine, without that pill, and all of a sudden you're having a panic attack, like, oh, what if the pain comes? And I can't go the whole day without it. And, and now the fear's in there, and you're yourself saying, oh, I've got to have it. And you're, you're more fearful that you don't have that pain pill with you than the real pain that exists. You know what you just described? Huh? Closing the door. Yeah. That's what happens. We underestimate how powerful we feel we really, really want that when we think we won't have it. Yeah. And we gotta face that fear and because we can't overcome it. In fact in chronic pain, since you brought up pain, what happens in the brain is that the what acute pain takes up about five percent. There's sixteen areas in the brain that register pain. Eight of them I believe or nine are conscious areas. And they do other things. I mean their job isn't just to register pain, but about five percent of the neuronal area is taken up with pain. Once it becomes chronic, you're looking at anywhere from 15 to 25% of the neurons are firing. The nature of neurons, they compete for space. And now you've got the brain creating its own pain. You know, I don't want to be simplistic, but you've got now all of a sudden, it's not acute pain that's bothering you. It's this chronic pain and it's amplified. And, and the way we get, we get people off that is that we take what the brain's normally, that part of the brain's normally supposed to do, like visualization or belief systems, uh, different things, and we have them doing that when they're having pain. Now, it's not like, you know, when we think of pain, give me an opiate, the pain goes away. Right. This is more like an infection. When you've got an infection, they give you an antibiotic. And what do they always say? 
take, take the whole thing. Take the whole thing because it's going to take nine days or six days, days or ten whatever, days, yeah. whatever it is. That's the nature of an infection. It takes all of it, and that's how we got to look at this. When we do some of these principles to get rid of, to change the brain back, take back the brain, it will work, but it, sometimes it takes, you know, five, six weeks, not not right now. So got way off the topic on oh, that one, but we'll, but we'll have stuff more then. stuff. But that's, that's kind of what's happening. Your dopamine increases, so, you know, a lot of things happen there when we start doing it. But I think to, to know about this rebound effect, Tolerance and dependence are, are really the warning signs there. Okay, and, and this has been fascinating, Ron, and I think next time let's start off with uh, how you can challenge uh, some of these expectations, yes. and we'll talk about mm-hmm. that in the next podcast. Right. Uh, I trust you're enjoying this. And yes, we get off topic a little bit, but it's because you're enjoying the fact that we have such an expert here with us. And and I can't help but ask some of these questions. And I know they're questions that you're thinking immediately. And I'm trying as a moderator here to be in your shoes as a listener. And so when he says something that triggers a thought in my brain, I'm trying to get it out for your sake as well, because I'm learning as you learn. And I trust you'll tell your friends and that this podcast is really going to reach a lot of people because we're having an honest discussion about things that are epidemic and they're damaging people and families and lives all over the world. And this is an important topic. So thanks, Ron, for being here. And you've been listening to Mr. Change Agent with your host, Ron Ovid, pastor, counselor, recovery coach, and uh, a lot of information at their website, empowerforliving.com. Go there, look up resources, a free download all about the triggers of habits. You get that at empowerforliving.com forward slash trigger. And, of course, check out the YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, write Mr. Change Agent in the search box, and you'll see Ron's picture. Click it and get in there and subscribe to that channel and share it with your friends. So till next time, thank you for joining us on Mr. Change Agent. Mm-hmm.